guess me and your grandma are going away. We'll never be sick. We won't get any older and we won't ever die. And we wouldn't be able to visit you either and that kind of bothers me. I'd never see you again? No. You know where? Where? Look up. Outer space, my lad. Outer space. Okay, didn't Wilford Brimley die like 30 years ago in the 90s? Wasn't he 89 in 1998? Spoiler alert. Wilford Brimley passed. There's two types of people in the world. People who don't know or care who Wilford Brimley is and people who thought he died in the 90s. All right, boom, let's kick off this show. This is a great show today, y'all. But if you're a regular listener, you know that the shows are pretty darn good because I care about you. Care about the quality of the entertainment that you consume. And I like want like cute people to have a nice time. The breakdown of our show is current events, current events, like y'all know, the conspiracy section, followed by what we're watching and doing, then wrapping up the show with announcements and shout outs. Y'all know. And that is the uh, old theme song that you heard. The old theme songs are backed by popular demand. I think I was just like depressed. And the theme songs were so happy, they just like made me turn away and hiss. Fun fact, the main melody of the opening theme song, the I was watching Fight Club, and that scene came on where they had to start a fight, and the little melody came on, and it inspired me, and I ran over to my computer and wrote that little thing. That's the homework assignment scene in Fight Club. This week, each one of you has a homework assignment. You're gonna go out, you're gonna start a fight with a total stranger. 
Watch out, jackass. Come on. Now, this is not as easy as it sounds. Okay, whew. Boy, this show, this week, y'all, is popping off. And that's a good thing. Popping off is a good thing. So let's just get into it. Current events. Like what? 2020. Okay. Okay, here's something I want y'all to hear, and then we'll talk about it. Good morning. Well, here it is. Here in L.A., shaping up to be a beautiful day. Very still right now. Around 65 degrees Fahrenheit, 18 Celsius. Should be going up to around 90 degrees this afternoon. About 32 degrees Celsius. And once again, we should be having those beautiful blue skies and that golden sunshine all along the way. Everyone, have a great day. feel better. Recognize that voice? Right, that's David Lynch. David Lynch is an American filmmaker, painter, musician, singer, sound engineer, photographer, and actor, my lord. But does he paint houses? He's best known for writing and directing such films as Eraserhead. Gotta give that a rewatch, I think. The Elephant Man, Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive. These films are often regarded by critics as among the best films of their times. Yeah, I'd second that. And for his television series, Twin Peaks. So he's doing daily weather reports from LA on his YouTube channel. (laughs) Yeah, I watch them every day and they really make me happy. Let's just hear that one more time. Very still right now. Around 65 degrees Fahrenheit, 18 Celsius. Should be going up to around 90 degrees this afternoon, about 32 degrees Celsius. And once again, we should be having those beautiful blue skies and that golden sunshine all along the way. Everyone, have a great day. Yes, everyone, have a great day. Okay, moving on in the current events, current events section. Christopher Nolan has an upcoming film. You may know his directing work from such films as Interstellar, one of the finest films there is. Inception with my baby Leo DiCaprio. Memento, remember that from the 90s with the poor man's Brad Pitt, Guy Pierce. The Dark Knight and Transcendence. He's one of my favorite directors. He always hides little treasures in his films for those who know what to look for. His upcoming film, it had been postponed because of the coronavirus. Tenet is an upcoming spy film, written, produced, and directed by Christopher Nolan. Stars John David Washington and Robert Pattinson. My boo.
Christopher Nolan is known for having much symbolism in his films, many Easter eggs, as some call them, surprises, hidden clues. So we're very, very, very much looking forward to Tenet. Will it predict the future? Something we'll talk about a little in today's conspiracy section. Have films predicted the future just by coincidence? Or were they enlightened? To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War Three. I'm not saying I'm getting here. No. Something worse. He can communicate with the future. Time travel. No. Inversion. There are people in the future who need us. I need a tenant. This reversing the flow of time. Doesn't us being here now mean it never happened. Okay. And here we are, the conspiracy section. Get your conspiracy fix. My fave fix of them all. What a treat, what a treat, what a treat this week. So aren't you guys seeing holes in this reality yet? Aren't you seeing holes in it? Reality being life as we know it. But we'll visit that later. Right now, for the conspiracy section, we're going to take a quick look and see if the TV show The Simpsons has ever predicted the future. To get us in that conspiracy mood, here's a clip of John Lennon. I think our, all our society is run by insane people for insane objects, mm. objectives run by maniacs for maniacal mean, uh, ends, you know. If, if anybody can put on paper what our government and the American government, etc., and the Russian, Chinese, what they are actually trying to do, you know, and how, what they think they're doing, mm. I'd be very pleased to know what they think they're doing. I think they're all insane, you know, but I'm liable to be put away as insane for expressing that. You know, that's what's insane about it. Has The Simpsons ever predicted the future? I've arrived at my conclusion that we'll talk about later at the end. I want to just show you guys some stuff and you guys can come to your own conclusion. And then we can debate and then it'll be fun. Then we can have some beers and grill. So let's get there. Simpsons predicting future. Here's two clips. The first is a Simpsons creator, David Silverman. It's him jokingly saying that they are part of the Illuminati. Is he joking? I'm not sure. I don't know. The second clip then onto the Stonecutters theme song. That's when Homer joins the Masons. Freemasons. Stonecutters, right? And it's their theme song. So here we go. Simpsons predicted the future shot by shot because we're part of the Illuminati. <laughs> which is true. We are. Who controls the British crown? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. Who leaves Atlantis off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. We do. Who holds back the electric car? Who makes the Gutenberg a song? 
Tapefish of their sight Who rigged every Oscar night We do We do Is it all just comedy? Or are the writers and creators of The Simpsons part of the elite? Part of the enlightened? Are they connected to the people who actually run the world? Who create our reality? Or is it just all fun games TV show? All right, let's move on. Yes, here's a very, very quick clip. This is Smithers and Mr. Burns. Many people believe that Mr. Burns is actually Jacob Rothschild. So here's Smithers and Mr. Burns talking that there's a deadly virus outbreak. Mr. Burns talking about how gross humans are and nasty and germ-filled. They're all covered with filthy germs, aren't they, Smithers? Why, what do you mean, sir? Freemasons run the country! (laughs) And the germs on Smithers' face, Mr. Burns, heard them say, Freemasons run the country. All right, let's keep it moving. This one's pretty interesting. I think regular listeners will like this. Critical thinkers will like this. Okay, you regular listeners know that we've talked about Tom Hanks in the past. I've been talking about him for a long time, actually. And then when he he and his wife got coronavirus... Man, we were all over that. And uh, (laughs) very, very quick explanation to new listeners. This And all this may sound horrifically insane, I don't know. But this is where me and the show lie. Um, (laughs) Tom Hanks, I feel, is the liaison, if you will between the, quote, Illuminati and us, the people. He is someone that people feel they can trust because people don't think. And they don't realize that they don't know these people, actually. So people generally trust the face of Tom Hanks. He's not government. He's not for either side. He's just this quote, likable, friendly face that we all know and have grown up with, and we're supposed to believe everything he says. Yeah, you should have been in my house the day Tom Hanks got coronavirus. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Basically, everything I've been talking about for about seven years is all happening right now. (laughs) Anyways, so this is a clip. And I'm sorry if people like Tom Hanks. I don't... Look, I'm not even going to get into it. But this clip is very interesting. We'll listen to it, then we can talk about it. But here's, here's a clip of Tom Hanks on The Simpsons. This is analyzing and interpreting this scene, basically. All right, let's just see. Tom Hanks on The Simpsons. Are you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. Now, I'm pleased to tell you all about the new Grand Canyon. Coming this weekend, it's east of Shelbyville and south of Capital City. 
That's where Springfield is! It's nowhere near where anything is or ever was. This is Tom Hanks saying if you're going to pick a government to trust, why not this one? What all is in this clip, quickly? And this is just to, you know how we always talk about on the show, critical thinking, analyzing and interpreting what is really being said, media manipulation, basically, the manipulation of celebrity, brainwashing, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it goes on and on, right? Let's just really quick, let's not even spend more than 40 seconds on this. Boom, let's go. Are you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? Okay, Tom Hanks, aren't you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? Celebrity manipulation, right? Quickly, let's keep it moving, boom. We're not gonna go crazy on this. Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. Now, I'm pleased to tell you all about the new Grand Canyon. Coming this weekend, it's east of Shelbyville and south of Capital City. That's where Springfield is! It's nowhere near where anything is or ever was. This is Tom Hanks saying, if you're going to pick a government to trust, why not this one? Discrediting, right? Discrediting theories that go against what the celebrity, what the mainstream media is saying, right? So how how many media tricks, how, how much manipulation, how much is all being used in this one clip? What information are the writers and directors of The Simpsons trying to relay to us with this clip, if we are willing to analyze and interpret? Or maybe it's just a funny joke. All right. All right, let's move on quickly. Now, there was a lot of, like, BS things that were supposedly predicted, like smartwatch. It's like, I mean, James Bond was doing that in, like, the 60s. Like, everybody knew there was going to be a smartwatch, right? So there's, you know, certain predictions that just are just BS and just a waste of time. So let's just... Keep it moving. Well, to be honest, I never got around to ordering that part for you. So, uh, it's still going to be a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Yes, yes. But what if I were to shake your hand in this wise? Wah, 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 Well, I didn't realize you were a member. <laughs> so long. Suckers. Your membership pack. What's this? You put that sticker on your car so you won't get any tickets. And this other one keeps paramedics from stealing your wallet while we're working on you. Oh, and don't bother calling 911 anymore. Here's the real number. Okay. In the episode Lisa's Wedding from 1995, came with a lot of unexpected predictions. Interesting. We'll have to give that a rewatch. During Lisa's trip to London, we see a skyscraper behind Tower Bridge that looks eerily similar to the Shard, and it's even in the right location. Construction on the building started in 2009, 14 years later. Oh yeah, and I looked it up, they totally knew of the Shard. So are they predictions, or are they just friends with people who actually like build buildings? They're little jokes, are they? You know, they put in for their elite friends, inside jokes. Keep it moving. During a robbery in a future set episode, Apu says, What are you after? We are a cashless society. Many people believe that a cashless society is on its way, and it'll probably be linked with coronavirus, I would imagine. You know, money's dirty. Don't touch money. 
There's already a coin shortage. I roll up the Taco Bell, my favorite restaurant in the world. <laughs> the whole world. And they were like, you have to pay with exact change because of the national coin shortage. All right, moving on with Simpsons predictions. Maybe they're psychic, not. Did the Simpsons predict the death of Jeffrey Epstein in season 25, episode nine, steal this episode? Or is it just alluding to the fact that some suicides are faked? The script says, is there a fondler in the neighborhood? I'm here to arrest and hopefully stage the person's suicide. This was in an episode about insulting Hollywood. All right, moving on quickly. Some people maintain that the Simpsons predicted the 2014 outbreak of Ebola 17 years before it happened. In a scene from the episode Lisa's Sacks, Marge suggests Sick Bart read a book titled Curious George and the Ebola Virus. The virus wasn't particularly widespread in the 90s, but years later, it was at the top of the news agenda. Fun fact, the killer virus outbreak of 1995 saw Newsweek putting the words huge on the cover, killer virus in all capital letters. Newsweek seems to have played up the fear factor somewhat. In that outbreak, the chances of the virus jumping into the US were very slim. The feature titled Outbreak of Fear traced the beginnings of the outbreak. If the word Ebola doesn't make your hair stand on end, it should. That's what Newsweek said. Ebola was only responsible for 11,000 deaths and infected 28,000. But because Newsweek did the big cover, they filled everyone with fear, right? People allowed themselves to be manipulated by media. Seems to be that the people react to the media without asking any questions. I'm not saying anything. I'm not relating this to coronavirus. I'm not saying this is what I feel about coronavirus. I feel like coronavirus is real. I'm not talking about coronavirus. I'm just talking about the Simpsons episode about Ebola. Is coronavirus real? Yeah, I totally think it's real, period. Do most people just read the news and listen to the news and react without even thinking? Yeah, you're being played every day. Okay, moving on with the Simpsons predictions. In 2008, the Simpsons showed Homer trying to vote for Barack Obama in the US general election, but a faulty machine changed his vote Four years later, a voting machine in Pennsylvania had to be removed after it kept changing people's votes for Barack Obama to ones for his Republican rival Mitt Romney. So were the Simpsons trying to communicate that these electronic voting machines were faulty, maybe by purpose? Or is it just another coincidence? In 1994, Lunch Lady Doris used assorted horse parts to make lunch for students at Springfield Elementary. Nine years later, the Food Safety Authority of Ireland, and I'm sure here in the U.S., 
found horse DNA in over one-third of hamburger samples from supermarkets and ready meals. Here in the U.S., upon ordering a burger in a fast food chain, diners might have already come to terms with the fact that there's a very slim chance of horse meat lurking under their tomato. I didn't write that. (laughs) But the additions of rat and human DNA could be harder to swallow. What this is saying is don't eat fast food. (laughs) A new study from U.S.-based food testing company discovered from a sample of 258 burgers, two cases of meat and vegetarian products three burgers with rat DNA and one case of human DNA. What many consumers don't know is that some amounts of human and rat DNA may fall within an acceptable regulatory range. So there you go. So where are you guys at so far? Did the Simpsons predict the future, or is it just a bunch of coincidences? Or are they connected and enlightened? The Simpsons predicted the Super Bowl win over and over. They did it through Lisa, and Homer would, like, wager based on Lisa's prediction. I've always said that sports are just written dramas. I don't know if that's true. I would imagine, uh, who knows? Who knows if they're real or not? Is this the Simpsons saying that they are fixed? Why would they be able to predict the winner over and over and over again? What are they communicating? Or are they all just jokes? Okay, just a couple more things. On the Simpsons predictions, again, I left out, like, all the BS ones. I don't want to waste y'all's time. Okay, did the Simpsons predict 9-11? So, in this scene, the Simpsons have to go to New York, and Lisa holds up a magazine, and it says, $9 fare... And right next to it are the Twin Towers, so it looks like 9-11. Many people believe that Back to the Future film predicted 9-11, as well as Home Alone, Vanilla Sky, The Matrix, Super Mario Brothers movie, Rugrats in Paris, The Lone Gunman, and Godzilla, was trying to give forewarning of 9-11 part of the art of filmmaking before 9-11. Who could do it in the most clever way? Or no, are they coincidences? Here we go, wrapping up the Simpsons predictions. In the uh, Wizard of Evergreen Terrace episode, people believe that Homer figured out the God particle 10 years before. The God particle, or Higgs-Boston particle, is the dark series, appears to be a throbbing mass of black tar and inner blue light until a power source similar to Tesla coil is used to stabilize it, creating a stable wormhole or portal through which time travel can occur to any desired date. 
Interesting as hell. So, in this episode, features Homer taking on a new persona as an inventor, and he's doing an equation on the board. The equation that Homer does predicts the mass of the Higgs-Boston particle, a.k.a. the God particle. If you work it out, the equation that Homer did, you get the mass of a Higgs-Boston that's only a bit larger than the nanomass of a Higgs-Boston's actual size. Quote, it's kind of amazing as Homer makes this prediction 14 years before it was discovered. Is it a... is it? <laughs> oh, he just happened to know the God particle? Come on. Alright, let's wrap up the Simpsons thing. Where do I lie with... Do the Simpsons predict the future? I feel that they are all elite. They are connected within Hollywood and with other elites, other enlightened ones throughout the world. I feel that they use their show to make little inside jokes to other people in the know. The awakened, the enlightened ones, right? The ones who create this reality. And it's a, like George Carlin said, it's a big club and you and I aren't in it. And they are. And they, the writers of, in, of The Simpsons, they know that people don't critically think. They know that people aren't going to ask questions about scenes. Most people. They know that they can hide everything in plain sight, really. And that the general public just are like zombies. <laughs> not thinking and not even feeling. Not living. People aren't even alive. So... No, I don't think The Simpsons predicted anything by coincidence. I, I think that the Simpsons TV show is a reflection of their reality, and it's made for their own entertainment, and the entertainment of their elite awakened peers. And it's all a big joke, <laughs> and they know people aren't going to ask questions. So there you go. Fun fact, the cartoon Family Guy has a lot of, quote, coincidences as well. The creator of Seth MacFarlane. Here's a clip from the 2013 Oscars. That's seven years ago. 
Let's see what joke he had to say. Seven years ago. Uh, I'm Seth MacFarlane, the host of the Oscars. Uh, if you don't know who I am, just pretend I'm Donny Osmond. You'll be fine. We'll get through this. Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Nominees are... But no one knew, right? No one knew in Hollywood that that was happening. Oh my gosh. Clutch my pearls? All right, let's wrap up the conspiracy section. Let's just keep our heads about us, y'all. Let's stick together. That's the big thing. Let's stick together. Just your daily reminder that our reality is fabricated. Do you subscribe? Or do you just like chop wood in your cabin? Because if you aren't living off the land in Alaska, you subscribe to the Matrix, and that's just a fact. Another reminder that it's before election time and the elites will be working harder than ever on their game that we are pawns in. One of the most interesting interviews I ever heard was with someone in the government, uh, someone close to someone in the government in the 90s. And um, they were saying how everybody says, follow the money, follow the money. He goes, you don't understand. He goes, these elites who run the world, he goes, money, that's nothing he goes they were bored with money in you know the 70s he goes after you get the money right you all the helicopter rides all the traveling all the the this the that all the things that you can acquire it's all bored boring right all the women all the men whoever you like to be with it, it gets old power is the last thirst that these people the elites right crave it's the last thing power and it's all a game it's like war games it's just a game for them and and we are living in their world so I thought that was interesting people always think you know money is the end of it all no it's power So when you read a news article or a headline, especially on social media, especially anywhere, you know, if it, if it triggers you, ask yourself, am I being manipulated right now? Is this true? Is this actually happening? You know, what's happening? Ask yourself questions. You know, it's a lot of times we just go through life as like a pinball, just ba 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 ba, just reacting and bouncing off different things and ideas. It's are you being played? Yeah, but we don't have to be. We can just all stick together and have a really great summer and dance in the woods. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I've started throwing parties, you know, every week, every other week, whatever. I want to dance in the woods, you know? Fuck the Matrix. 
they can do their game. The elites. I don't. I, I don't participate. I'm not involved. Meet me in the woods. That's the important thing, right? What meal are you preparing for your family? How much love are you putting into it? Is your dog happy? You know, your cat, whatever. Are you making the most of your day? Are you resting? Do you love yourself? Are you going easy on yourself? Have you kissed anyone yet this summer? You know, shit like that. That's where we need to go. So yeah, we just talked about all that and file it away. Who cares? <laughs> I'm ready to party. Meet me in the woods. Meet someone else in the woods. Have a great day. Today could be the best day of your life. You never know. Someone could call you. Someone could enter your life. You have no idea what's going to happen today. You could get something in the mail. Life is filled with surprises and really beautiful, amazing things. And I'm so happy that we get to go through this together. <laughs>